What up, y'all, and welcome to We Are Live Urban Edition. Put it back on him. Yo, what's up, cuz? Biggest podcast in the streets. When I park, I turn my car around and park in backwards, so that way it's easy for me to pull out when it's time to go. It's the first time he's pulled out. Yeah, because I like <laughs> impregnating women and not being there for my children. Classic black guy. This is Hick and Hop. What up, y'all? It's good to see you. Uh, that's my friend, Hop. What's good, everyone? I'm drinking black coffee. And I put a little creamer in mine because I prefer the lighter one. <laughs> hey, man, how about traffic today? That was kind of whack. Yeah, my truck was, uh, whew, it had something to do. Mm. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you just agree and move forward. Uh, feel you there, dude. <laughs> hey, it's We Are Live. Uh, we've got a, a great show today. Jeffrey Wilson will join us at 9 a.m. You know him from uh, Conspiracy Farm with Pat Militich. Oh, boy. That's a UFC Hall of Famer. It is. And they've been shouted out on the Joe Rogan experience. They have a big following. We're excited to have Jeffrey Wilson in studio. You can debate that with uh, Jeffrey if uh, the validity Man, of Y'all too woke podcast. for me. I'm woke, but uh-huh. some of y'all ain't been to bed. Fair or foul today. <laughs> Did you write that? Or who is that stolen from? <laughs> Come on, how many fellowships do I have to win in order for you people to respect some of my writing? Come on. Be twice as funny as me on one. I'm twice as funny today. as you when I show up on the show. This is not even a debate. What are we doing here? This is silly talk. Kind of funny you're losing your uh, fastball whenever uh, maneuver comes around. Maybe we've had it wrong all along. <laughs> Maybe the straight man should have been Marvis Morell. <laughs> the wacky guy I've, should have been Denny Dens. I've been pushing for that for two years. Two years. I'm tired. I'm just tired. Can't get Chris, Chris up on that doggone. Look, Chris, we do open mics every week. We don't. We've never done an open mic night. Not once. <laughs> and that's not stop one you. time. You literally open mic every Thursday. Not one time. Every Thursday, you have an not opportunity to at least do five minutes. We've got a every- morning melee today. Mm-hmm. It's an important one. Let's see how we get back on the rundown. This is the only you and Maneuver. This is the only way I can get back on the rundown. <laughs> I get it. Ah, Travis Trell's with me. It's We Are Live. It's Chris Denman, and uh, it's a Midcoast studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information on what we do here in Grand Center, Travis, in the Dot Zach building. You know what the studio text line is? We, uh, we will read that. 314-669-1431 if you want to get a hold of us. If you want to comment in the Facebook section, we always like that. Don't you worry. We love checking in on that. Be sure to share the stream if you're tuned into. That helps us. Mm-hmm. We love that. We do. Uh, joining us in the studio, Travis. The, hi- the corporate higher-ups like those numbers. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Look out. Uh, Mr. Christopher Gardner on the possum. Where is he? Hey. hey. Oh, there he is. He's going to talk. Here he goes. Good morning, gentlemen. Ooh, there he is. There he is. It's about to happen, Chris. It's about and to happen. good morning. <gasps> Oh, it's a new signal. It's a new signal. He's rolling up the W. He's rolling it up. He's rolling it up and it rotates. Oh, walnuts. my God. It's a walnut. Hurt 
hurt my thumb again. Oh, it I'm hurts sorry, my man. thumb. The carpal to do tunnel. That. The carpal tunnel. Got to watch out I for. I have tendonitis. And this time of weather too. Damn it. Mm-hmm. This season. <sighs> is, do you need a, Do you need a me day? It was probably maybe it was from holding the lime scooter yesterday. I rode to the lunch buffet. You rode to a buffet on a lime scooter. Yes, and then rode back on the same lime scooter. Oh, and you think that caused an injury? Uh, well, you know, squeezing squeezing the accelerator maybe a little bit. Were you riding it hard? Uh, I'm pretty cautious on the lime scooter. Mm-hmm. Maybe overly cautious, and even at this time, I'm pretty cautious, knowing that there might be potholes around. So you I ride. Didn't, so I you, didn't want to get surprised. Do so you ride it for a longer time? Um, did I what? Do you ride for a longer time? No. Oh, okay. I was only on it for a couple minutes. Okay. I mean, it's only like three blocks away where I was going. <laughs> Were your legs tired afterwards? Uh, if you if you stiffen up, you'll have mm. some cramping. Do you mm. feel it was an appropriate <laughs> um, use of your time, energy, budget to yes. scooter for three blocks? Yes. You did get some joy out of it. You ever see that movie Wally? See, that's just not that's no. rude. Why is that the ro- is that a robot yeah, one? Yeah, it was, don't it? All the humans are basically oh, uh, boy, don't confined. Do this. That's, don't say that about to uh, floating robots, and they've all they've all. Oh, let me tell you something. Their belt loops are uh, are underdressed. Uh-huh. What he's saying someday is, we'll get there. <laughs> We're close. He's saying basically like two thirds of the people that live in Festus that go to Super Walmart. Why? Why you got to pick on Festus? Because that's, that. that's what they look like. And Wally, aren't those not the same people? People who like always are in those motorized carts when they're going into Walmart. That's not South County. I mean, that's kind of what's happening. You know what? You want to pick on South County that way? Yeah, I do. Uh, go into a city schnooks. It's true. And then get back at me. Travis. A lot of sugar in the feet. And it's not that many. No. It's not as many. Yeah. Yeah, there is. More. Yeah, there may be uh, some. I've been around, you know. Maybe been to different places. Maybe some big and talls on some of them women. Sure. I mean, that is a condition that could probably bring us all together. Yeah, that's also true. And that's why we need health care. Not today. Don't get me. I'm just saying. No, I'm waiting for after the show. Look, I'm, look, I'm just I'm trying to get anybody I will fired be up. sending a tweet to Senator Flatbed Ooh, after boy. the show. He's getting fired up. After the show. I like to politically we'll also, prod him from time to time. We'll also trav you a very special documentary. Oh, my. Reverend. Film. I might say. Travis uh, dove deep last night. I was a little worried. Uh, saw an update at just after 8 or close mm-hmm. to 9 that he was starting his assignment, which is great. But then I thought, ooh, if he stays up for two hours, he's going to be slow to wake up in the morning. And you know what? He proved me wrong. It hurt. National Treasure mm. will be traviewed today. Oh, it will be. It is the Lawrence of Arabia of our generation. <laughs> it is the, it's, I don't know, it's, I'm not going to give too much of my trivia away, but... Yeah, spoiler alert, 20-year-old movie. Nicolas Cage. 15. Oh, my bad. Nicolas Cage. 15-year anniversary. A performance. I'm not leaving line. Like, that's a performance. Like, just thinking about all the roles he had done up into National Treasure. To, to bury himself into that character, mm. I have to admit, he went someplace. He realized that, man, the IRS are not playing when it comes to this money. No. I need to make some bank. He lost some houses. He lost some castles. Lost a chapel. Yes, he did. Because of that. Kept the, kept the shrine to himself when he dies. He's got a tomb and a gravesite already picked out in New Orleans. That one the IRS could not touch. Cemetery. 
but everything else. But you can see it in that performance in National Treasure. He's like, uh-huh. I gotta, I gotta make rent. How's that, Nicholas Cage? I gotta make rent. Face off. Face off. I recently got an annulment. That's better. That's better. What does it got to sound like? You're like constipated. I stated that I was too hammered. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? He got married in Vegas. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I see. Uh, yeah. Sean Connery was my partner in The Rock. That better? You're just copying Chris's impersonation. Now. Damn it. A lot of that was watering down the watered down. Face right? off. <laughs> Face just always off. Say that. <laughs> I just that's find good. that if you say so it, that's more of the, your own okay. impersonation. So that's at least you own that's that. Good. It's not good, but uh, at least you own that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we can discuss his his tomb. I'll give you my favorite lines from National Treasure. Yes, as well, you will. From Nick Cage in particular. Are you are you worried? About the Treview, like this is kind of a this is something that's somewhat important to you. Here's something I and must, I know you hold Treviews yeah. near and dear to your heart. Well, here's something I must make. You clear. broke the booty scale last week with Midwestern. Yeah, oh. and that that's that's nice, but I just don't care what Travis will think of it. Interesting. I if he wants to enjoy it and enjoyed it, I would be happy for him and glad that that's the case. Okay, but it won't affect my enjoyment or what I get out of what is just a fantastic movie franchise. Delightful. 15 years ago it was released. Yeah. 15 years ago Arcade Fire released their first album. This is also true. Did you, do you feel like you became alive 15 That's years ago? I'm wondering if 2004 was the best year of the aughts. I'm wondering if 2004 was. Now St. Louisans will say that the Cardinals lost to the Red Sox in the World Series. Probably the best year. Cardinals team of all time. Too. Yeah. Or, or it, at least of, of La Russa's teams, yeah. probably the best team he Don't had. Don't you think that, could, that team could have went up against the uh, some of the best teams ever, though? Yeah. That lineup just was insane. Yeah. That was – yeah. Yeah, like I Reggie, agree. Reggie Sanders hitting way deep in the lineup. So – that was it. Was an enjoyable team to watch for the most part. They so made you're it saying all the way 15 years ago, National Treasure set the stage for the best year in the early aughts. It might have been. Okay. I mean, I so the hating. aughts, the aughts, uh, my friends and I had a good summer in 2006, mm-hmm. oft referred to as the summer of Bro Six. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of that. I've yes. heard of it too. Yeah. Would 04, coincidentally, met you in Bro Six. You did? Uh, Bro Four be something? Flow four, maybe. Flow Get your four. flow going. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mo four. Mm-hmm. Move along. All right, we'll push forward. But bro, yeah, that was that was some good times. I, I won't hate. I'm not not sure if I want to give so much credit to National Treasure, but I understand why it means so much to you after looking at the film last mm-hmm. night. It what is a powerful film about American democracy and what we can yeah. be as Americans, not Americans. Mm. People uh, don't think about that. Oh. That's what we become, a, a nation of Americans. And that's not, that's not what our founding fathers had in mind. You learned that in, from the movie, you think? I did. I also was wondering, if they're going to do three, yeah. they kind of got to stop glossing over this whole slavery thing, right? Like, you can't do Speaking a movie. Speaking of slavery. What? What's the fair or foul uh, topic oh, we today? Gotta, we in which we'll give $10 here. to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. So it is... Confederate History Month. Oh, Did there you we know go. That, there we go. I, I just found out that they get an entire month. Yeah. How many 
30 days? Mm-hmm. 30 days? 30 days. Month? Two more days than Black History Month. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, we learned things about, you know, Confederate history, like, you know, they were fighting for, uh, what is it, states' rights? Is that that is that is, is the, that the case? That is what I am told by a particular American political party. Oh, okay. So states' rights. It's pluralized. States' rights. Yes. I don't know. It just seems like they were fighting for one right, though. I, they, I, I would have man, thought who that, am I? Too. I'm not a historian. I sure ain't. I'm not a historian. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to read the Google boxes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's this lost cause Mm-mm. that they, some people discussed. It, I don't know. You sure you know one discussed in Farmington? But with it being Confederate History Month. <laughs> Excuse me? Huh? How's that water? Mm. Delish. With it being Confederate History Month, I thought we could do fair or foul. Because this has been uh, a hot topic for people. Yeah. In the past year, two years, several, uh, more than a year. Yeah. Three or four years, I guess. Yeah. Uh, removing Confederate monuments from public spaces. Removing Confederate monuments. Now, from Travis, public you're for spaces. this. You're for them staying, correct? You say live and let live, if I remember correctly. Man. Hmm. Unless you got me mixed up with A-Train. Mm. I don't be saying such foolishness. And there you go right there. Burn right? it down! That's what I say. That was the my or that is the monument to the Confederate dead that was in Forest Park that they removed. And I guess it is now being housed at the Missouri Civil War Museum out near Jefferson Barracks. I don't know if it's on display or not. I guess my thing would be, I understand if you have, uh, if you, like, don't not tell the story, but don't get mad if people that are paying the same taxes as you don't care to see it and they're walking the park. Mm. Uh, it's an interesting yeah. one. So we're going to take a comedic take <laughs> on it. Fair or foul topic today, Confederate statue removal. We Wall at weareliveradio.com is where you email. Let's get a bunch of submissions in today. What do you say? Travis and I might try and visit this thing. Oh, boy. If it's a... You know, or at least the area that it is. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to do a tour of, I think, one of the museums. Yeah, where of, it is. Of things you're not, the things that you're like, oh, man, that's what that is. <laughs> we do that. I No, it's essentially, no, I, I, I'm always curious to hear how history is told. Mm-hmm. So I've said this before that, look, if you're going to keep the statues up, Let's make a large plaque right next to said statue that explains the atrocities and horrors that actually took place mm-hmm. during that time as well. I really Trying should have paint a complete picture because you're right. You right. want to tell the story. The problem is those statues only tell part of the story. Yeah, and I hope they make clear it was for states' rights. Right. Yeah, well, I want uh, them to. I want them to articulate. What it was, because it, we what, like to put little hashtags. I don't think we need to explain Jim Crow, though. No, I mean, of course not. That's probably not Jamie Moyer's, Jamie Moyer's fancy foyer wants to clear it up, and I agree with him. The South was just fighting for, wasn't just fighting for slavery. It was about states' rights, mm-hmm. specifically sibling marriage. Mm. Oh, so, okay, so that's why it was pluralized. Yes. Okay, so there was more than one right. Okay, I, I stand correct, like I said. I am not a historian. How does it feel? Does that burn a little? Uh, no, because I I pleaded my ignorance to begin with. Snowflake. What is that? I don't I understand. Don't <laughs> I've never called someone a snowflake, and it felt felt right. 
<laughs> I, don't, I didn't know how to respond to that one. Yeah, I got him, didn't I, Trav? <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah. You just... Found someone a name that doesn't make sense with what they're stating, and it but confuses it, yeah, them, that right? That, that and it confuses it's, it's, them and diffuses the it, situation. And if you yes. say it right, it sounds degrading, yeah. right? <laughs> Snowflake, like dismissive. Yeah, I am unique. I am different. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. I mean, you can't handle it, wuss. What's oh, the okay, melee today? Uh, the melee is revolving around the Trevio. We're going to ask a question about Nicolas Cage and another actor. Do we need to take away some freedoms from uh, Mr. Gardner over there? Yes. Do you think he's he's going a little off the rails at times? No, like, I think this, this is be- this is kind of what I anticipated. I saw this about two months ago, and I said, when the reins are free, uh-huh. the stallion will roam through the prairie. And it's done just that. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. But, okay, He was do, roaming on that damn lime scooter yesterday. Now, do your Nick Cage impersonation again, Travis. Face off! Okay. Face off! Okay. You, sound like, you sound like Michael Scott on The Office trying to do... Whenever they were doing the uh, business seminar, whenever Andy had him come in, and he was the... Oh, uh, uh, he, he was, was Mikos. Uh, Miko, Milos, Milos. Milos, the Greek businessman. Yes. Mm. There's a little Milos, the Greece, Greek businessman in your... But you got Nick a little Cage. face off. Yeah. Okay, that's my Nick Cage. Well, and in Face Off was Nick Cage and who? John, John Travolta. Travolta. So the melee question is this. Okay. Would you rather have the life of Nicolas Cage or John <laughs> Travolta? Your options. Nicolas Cage, John Travolta. That's your melee for today. That's a good one. And you accept all the good and the bad with yes. either. Yeah. Bankruptcy with one. Scientology S- with another. Scandal. Massages. Yeah. I gotta say it like that. Cause uh it was mm. in a it was in italics. Mm. Oh massages. Oh. Oh boy. So that's where Everything. we're at. Everything. The movies they've made, their filmographies. Mm-hmm. And their personal lives. You have lives. To decide. Lives, yes. Mm. Thank you. And know this about Nick Cage. I mean, he is a Coppola. He is a Coppola. He went to Beverly Hills High School. So even take into account what his, uh, his adolescence, what their adolescence were like. All right. I mean, I don't want to influence the voting by any means. Head to Twitter at We Are Live Radio and do mm-hmm. that. I think you go with Cage because he parties hard and he's oblivious to his cageness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's Nick Cage raising Arizona and other great performances from him. We see him as drunk ghost rider. Because he oh. is. And then he, I think, see, now I would disagree. I'm thinking Travolta only because I believe in the power uh, that, whether real or not, that comes from being a part of Scientology. Because no way John Travolta should still be able to make movies, considering he hasn't had a hit film in well over 20-plus years. Oh, tell that no. What, what would you call that gangster movie that's at 0% on Rotten mm. Tomatoes that came out this year? My point, exactly. And you know what? I lost confidence in him when I saw him play Robert Shapiro in the O.J. He was the only He would show. say that that was highly acclaimed. Yeah. But right. that was an awkward. His, he made his face do like weird things. His mouth looked all weird. What about the film Michael? 
Uh, oh. Michael, I thought was okay. Nah, we gotta look at the Ryan Tomato score on that one. Michael, no way that's over forty. I think we did. I think we did. Seventy right. Uh, no way that was seventy something. I'll look it up. No, Michael. I think Michael was like in the thirties, bros. I loved it so much I got a tattoo. That's not the same Michael. You have angel wings. Uh, I got St. Michael thanks to John Travolta's performance. Uh, Michael was a is a thirty eight. That's what I'm gonna say. Come on. I thought it was one that surprised us. Oh, I remember that score. Because I even thought it was a little bit high for 38%. I think it could do better than a 38. What was, uh, so I'm, what was the last good John Travolta movie? Phenomenon. And that had to be, what, mid-90s? Surprised Most you said phenomenon. that. Pull that one up. When was the, that was the last good John Travolta movie. I'm not even picking on John Travolta, I'll but I'm just saying that for a guy to have consecutive bombs, as many that he has had, and still be able to work in Hollywood, that's, that's crazy to me. Okay, it's got a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. So when was his last good movie? What's his best? I'm assuming Pulp Fiction? We can pull this General's up. Daughter? <laughs> Forgot that movie existed. <laughs> I mean, face off. But face off is, I know, is twenty plus years old. Well, that wasn't. That was like bad, good. Right. So that face wasn't off, good. Was it? I believe Face Off has a good rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I bet you Face Off has at least over a sixty. I believe it does. I think it has over a sixty. I think Face Off has a. What are you gonna say? Broken Arrow. Oh or, no, no. Hang on. He was in a movie with a ninety-seven percent rating in two thousand twelve called Paul Williams Still Alive. But then he followed that up with Trading Paint in 2019 with zero. Are you ready for face-offs, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes rating? Okay. 92. Shut up. That's terrible. 92. Rotten Tomatoes, you're I'm high. Right at it. You're drunk, and you are rude. Paul Williams still alive, 97%. Um, I want to question his role in that one, too. Audience has it at 78. So that's pretty decent, then, if you... But no one's heard of that movie. So that has to be how many reviewers? Like eight? How many people actually saw the film? Dick Clark, Johnny Carson. Okay, so this is like a documentary or something. Thank you. Okay. Don't. Okay. So he I'm about probably to say, just spoke on it. Briefly. Yeah, he probably said some words on yeah, it. That doesn't that's, count. The documentary. He was in like Carrie. That. It's a ninety-three percent. Carrie. Movie. Nineteen seventy-eight. I'm about to say it's seventy-eight. Yeah. yeah. Nah, man. What was the last nine? No, we need to find John Travolta's last hit. Is it Face Off? Is Face Off his last hit? I mean, it depends on how you look at it. All right, let's, he said, 90, you said 93%? 92%. 92%. All right, so when did Face Off come out? It had to come out like 98. 97. 97. Oh! <laughs> oh, boy. Here you go. Here's his filmography. Oh, he was in a movie called In a Valley of Violence in 2016. It has a 76%. So here you go. Ready? Okay. 2019. Mm -hmm. Trading Paint. 0%. <laughs> Trading paint? What is that? Maybe it hasn't come out yet. Okay. 2018, Speed Kills, 0%. Oh, Jesus. Gotti, he was the lead, Yeah. 0%. Oh, no, that was directed by E from Entourage. Mm. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, I, think, uh, I think everybody's post-Entourage career is mm. appropriate. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it I makes mean, sense. Yeah. yeah. Turtle got skinny, thought he could do it. Uh, Life on the Line. Turtle's on power, though, so that he still acts. Okay. He's on a still popular so show. So he's real. Yeah. 0% Life Jesus. on the Line. 76% in A Valley of Violence. He played a guy named Marshall, 2016. Mm -hmm. I Am Wrath, 2016, 11%. 
criminal activities. He's an executive producer, and he played Eddie, 2015, 48%. Jesus. The Forger. This is hard to do. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who's like, and I get what you're saying with Nick Cage, but I'm saying with Travolta, what we're learning is he has built such a foundation for whatever reason, Scientology or not, he yeah. is able to withstand bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb and Black still sheep. be able to make movie. Black Sheep asks Swordfish. What was that? That had to be, what, 2002? Hmm. Killing Season, 11%, 2013. Savages, 51%, 2012. This Paul Williams still alive thing. Yeah, he played himself. That was a documentary. No, doesn't count. From Paris with Love, played Charlie oh, Wax. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, God, that was an awful film. 37% in 2010. Did not know it existed. Yeah, he was like a terrorist. Old Dogs. What's Old Dogs? Oh, is that with Martin Lawrence and like uh, Steve Buscemi? I thought that was uh, a different one. Old Dogs. That's one of the bikers, right? No, is it? I think that's the old dogs, the one when they're bikers. I think it's John Two Travolta, Tim Allen, Martin Lawrence, no, I think. No, that's a different one. No. Two best friends, one unlucky in love, divorcee, and the oh. other a fun-loving bachelor. That was old hogs. Down. I'm thinking old hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Robin Williams well, there and goes Seth me. Green what and Lori Laughlin. What? We're oh. in old dogs. Who paid to get really? that one made? Mm-hmm. Who paid to get that one made? Yeah. Robin Williams, like the Robin Williams was in that? Mm-hmm. Oh, they were no. the two stars. They were the old... Old dogs. Oh, dogs. There no. goes me pitting old dogs versus old hogs against one another in Dogs on Film. There it is. We blew it. Uh, the bad. Taking of Pelham, one, two, three. Oh, that was with Denzel Washington. That was good. 51%. <laughs> oh! Ouch. We forgot about Bolt. Oh, yes. He was a voice in Bolt. That was 89%. That he was Bolt. Those. He was the lead. Yeah, he was it does. the damn dog. That does doesn't that count? count. That doesn't yes, count. Yes, it does. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't give Mike Myers credit for uh, Shrek. We really don't. Yeah, you do. We give him more credit. Not for really. it. Did you hear Chris yeah, Farley was no, the original no, voice? We usually. <laughs> I don't think voice acting counts as much. And then when we think he blew about it. the actors, he blew it. That, he went from. Um, he was a dog. Okay, here Bolt. we go. Here we go. Remember Bolt Lonely Hearts. In that movie. No, Lonely Hearts. Uh, Wild Hogs, 14% in 2007. So he did an old dogs and a wild hog. <laughs> That's why I was confused. That's messed up. But we can't. But <laughs> No, that ain't my fault, man. Travis, he did a wild hogs and an old dog. How am I not supposed to know? Travis, you're a numbers guy. In 2007, that made $168 million, Wild Hogs. In what year? 2007. So here's here's where he screwed why? up. His agent his agent somehow pulled this off because he got hairspray. Ninety one percent. That was, was a, a huge dressed in huge drag. Run. I forgot. He followed that up with uh, something nothing. He followed that up with Bolt at eighty nine percent. The taking of Pelham one two three fifty one percent, and then he slid back into it and went with Old Dogs at five percent. So there you go. That's been your We Are Live, John Travolta introspective. Mm-hmm. At least in recent history. So we all we all just give him credit for his role in uh, Pulp Fiction, right? And then Pulp people have Fiction, reverence for Grease. Grease, right. Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Fever, Fever, Urban Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Rocchio, <laughs> quoting Travis Eugene Terrell in 2016, Shut down Rotten Tomatoes! <laughs> <laughs> Love Rocchio, by the way. That's all I've been saying, man. That's all I'm saying. Face Off is high art from Jamie Moyer's Fancy Foyer. High art. My, that is an awful. F- they shoot a child in the head in the first three minutes of the movie. And what? 
in Face Off. Did the kid that. die? Spoiler alert. Yes. Oh. It was John Travolta's son. Nick Cage blows his head off in the first three minutes of the movie. How is that 93%? Oh, that's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's called Face Off. It's because they switch faces. They switch faces. There's that automatically. Enemy. You know how they say when you write your name on the ACT, you automatically get like 18 points? Mm -hmm. You should deduct. Saw that, in, saw that in blue chips. When your Check. title has a slash in it, that automatically deducts your Rotten Tomato score 25 points. Face. Face Off. You can't have Face Slash Off as the title and get 93%. That's not fair. Hmm. And you can't sit up here. You can sit up here and tell me that Face Off is in the same league as Black Panther. Black Panther oh. has a higher that rating. It does, that, that, but that shouldn't be that pandering children's movie. You son of a. Do I know he's cute, Mom? John Travolta. Meow. John Travolta's character. Welcome to Wakanda. Meow. He sleeps with another man's wife as that other man. You can't get that on, 93%. I've been up for three days. That's sexual assault these days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at you, Bob. Looking at you. Then, <laughs> looking at you, Bob Smuda. It's a deep pull for Andy Kaufman. Slept with a woman who thought he was Andy Kaufman on many occasions. Mm. Not cool. Not cool. So that's your introspective. I'm about to say I'm sure he'll Fair up foul. He'll end up on Joe Rogan and Chris will be like, oh, well, you know, both sides. That doesn't even make sense. Is he what dead? do you mean both is, sides? Is he alive? Chris, you know what? No, no, no. Oh, you're not going to let me segue, man? No, no. Right, cool. Can we get Gardner a sponsored segue? I don't want you getting hurt on one of those Lime scooters. I've ridden a segue before. Have we we've, we've discussed this. What do you do with your hair when you ride the lime scooter? Do you let it flow, let baby? It flow. What if somebody, what if a, a, a desperate youth grabs your hair for a hilarious joke that'll go wild on Vine? There's well, no. then Travis would be jealous of me. There's mm. no Vine, and I would. I absolutely would. I'm like, how many retweets? Yeah, it'd probably be on the IG. Probably find it it'd on be on Rex Chapman, block or charge. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, you I'd would be hate so that, jealous. Rex Chapman tweets you? Mm-hmm. Would you take a uh, dethroning off of a off of a scooter to be viral? That depends on how hilarious it is. It depends on how That's hurt you get, Travis. No. I got, the end result. Uh, no. I got health insurance. Oh, okay. Now. Oh, <laughs> that was personal. Wow. Thanks, Holly. Oh, uh oh. Post-it notes. We huh. have that plan ready to go. Post-it notes coming your way. <clears throat> Gardner's been doing some research, and he actually found out that Travis. Is the epitome of a normal American. I did. Thank you. Congratulations, I, sir. I am. You are. Yes. Our country. Thank you. I try to represent America as honestly I'm and accurately as possible. I'm Travis today. Check it Look out. Look at that. Brooklyn. That's my West where I'm from. New York, son. No, New York, B. Am I throwing up the right two signals? Days, you're going to have a panic attack and snuffle up against. It's going to oh, no, be like, beat it, dude. What is that? I don't know. Do they throw up gang signs in I Brooklyn? Do I, I need to be prepared? Doing, okay. Why? I feel like you guys are setting me up. I don't know. You guys are too happy to present a story to, to me. You said I'm an honest American. I'm an honest representation of America. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's a curveball coming my way. And I don't mean Adam Wainwright. What, what is it? 
What's your research? You did the research. What did you do? Legitimately, discover? How did I do the research? How did this how did this work? What happened? Oh, I didn't know you needed me for this. No, I don't. Uh, I was just saying that you are normal. Doc Gardner did the research. Share of Americans not having sex has reached a record high. Congratulations. No, no, see, now here's the thing. That says more about you two idiots than it does about me. You two idiots are in relationships, so that means you two are not having sex as often <laughs> as you proclaim. I, on the other hand... You know, Gardner always walking around the office, just just did some sex. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's, I mean, if I know Chris Let's Gardner... Let's yeah. Chris tells on himself every day on this show, oh, I was in bed by 845, so I know you didn't have sex. Mm -hmm. So this is more of a representation of you two idiots trying to flip it on me. I respect consensual sex. I thought you That's really respected my that ass. No, see, I know, I know, I'm in the Me Too movement. I recognize that every time I go out on a date, I don't need to look at a woman sexually. I don't need to oh. treat her simply on her sexuality and her look. I think looks. you're still a statistic involved in this, though. I, but I, but you two are in relationships. Why aren't you having sex? I'm single. I understand why I'm not having sex. What about you two? Explain yourselves according to this research. Well, Travis, to be honest, you don't know when I have and haven't had sex. And I know I can tell He's by the way you walk. Uh -huh, I know when you walk into the room. I know. I know the walk. I still know the walk, baby. You know where people should walk? Oh boy, to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill yeah, for lunch once that. more. You just... That's right. Mm. Check out Facebook. Mm. Check out the Buzz's Hawaiian Grill page for all their locations we're gonna do some kick-ass video content with him coming up travis will you participate in that where you get to eat in studio yes some of buzz's delicious poke maybe some stir fry maybe even some masubi you know what i say to that chris mm. aloha <laughs> it's pretty good buzz's hawaiian grill locally owned ran by a wonderful family right here in st louis be sure to find their location on facebook they're out and about throughout the metro area each and every day. Cannot recommend them enough. Colton Wong enjoyed them. You should, too. He's off to a great start. You paying attention to baseball? You on it? Are no, you getting we, upset? No, y'all trying, trying to change the subject. We're going to get to the fact that y'all just told on yourself. So why aren't you two having sex and you're in relationships? Share with the world. This is a, a false equivalency, and you've uh, not done your research. Yeah, so. I don't know how to answer that question mm -hmm. without um, – providing some personal details for mm -hmm. me that would, uh, would incriminate make, a woman, which makes Travis anti-feminist. Yeah, make my significant other unhappy. You don't have to mention the name. Everyone knows her girlfriend. effing name. I mentioned her on the show. Mm. They don't know her full no, history. See, you want me careful to now. do that and put her in that position? I would not. That is uncalled for. Speaking Chris of positions, is she's trying to get right. to those. <laughs> So you know what? I'll call her up and tell her that. No, that's not. What tell I her said. that's what you yeah, want me like to do right you now. You guys broached the subject. She you just broke texted me. You just what? Too. You guys just you guys brought the topic up. I just got an "I love you" with a kissy emoji, mm. Mm -mm -mm. and you want me to put that kind of information out there? What information? Because you ain't getting none. You talk about having sex with a succubus. That happened. See. So how is that, you know, beyond the pale because when it comes to this that show? That was a very difficult time for me, Travis. Beyond the pale, Gardner's favorite porno. That was strong mm. of me to discuss that incident. 
And instead, you're trying to shame me now, and you were shaming Not me Not at then. all. Boy, do I like Kevin Matt Rocchio in the live feed. Uh, Travis is going to say the guts thing any moment, isn't he? I'm not saying anything in regards to that. All I'm saying is, you y'all don't know. You should be ashamed of yourself. Y'all going to sit up here and tell me yes. that Americans are having less sex. Why are Americans having less sex? Because they all think of you and get disgusted. No, because people can't even get out of their damn car without busting their ankle. They're up or too busy talking about belt loops. Like, oh, I drink sugar-free coffee. Look at my belt loop. It's getting smaller. You spend so much time talking about yourself. I know you ain't having sex. What's your excuse? I am focused on other endeavors in my career. Are you trying to make your mind stronger? That's what Cam Newton is doing. And look at him. He's an NFL MVP quarterback. Yeah, that was before this. Gardner, who would have thought a guy who's worn a high school in West County's hoodie for the 17th day in a row wouldn't be pulling in sweet, sweet ass. Where's that? And then all of a sudden, Wesley Bell gets elected. As a one East, what? (laughs) Chris shows up to the show dressed like the substitute teacher from Boy Meets World every day. And you're telling me that's having sex? Yeah, and parents enjoy me. Oh, no, they don't. No, they don't. What what source do you have for that? I've seen Chris around other women, and they are not running towards that. So I know he ain't having sex. Y'all going to sit up here and put me on the spot. And ain't nothing wrong with Chris not having sex, but I don't want Chris to walk around here here trying to tell people that he out here like, ooh, and then Gardner's going, oh, people know who my girlfriend is. They know I don't have sex. I'm really disappointed in the the lack of camera three rant there, Gardner. You kind of blew it. I'm going to say that. Well, I was yelling at him. Yeah, he was yelling at me too. You know, the nice part (laughs) is we'll have 17 more opportunities throughout (laughs) the show. Do we want to jump into Travu? I could use some more Nick Cage in my life. Hey, what'd you say? Hey, it's time for my Traview of the Traview's National oh Treasure. It sucks. <laughs> if you don't know why that's so funny, Travis, I'll explain it every time. Tra- we interviewed John Lovitz. It stinks was his line from the cartoon mm. The Critic. Travis was trying to throw his knowledge out there. It sucks. <laughs> Jay Sherman's famous line. <laughs> it stinks. Mm, pretty close. Travis, can be you early and you won't be late. That's pretty close. Travis. There you go. Travis, can you explain how this works? This works very simply. Pull I, up the cliff notes because we know you turned the movie off after you sent the photo that you were starting it. Guys, <laughs> I ain't watching this bullshit. <laughs> Did I just catch him? No, that would have I just catch him? That hey, I, I got to watch The Office for 749 <laughs> in a row. I ain't watching he's, this. I ain't going to lie. The hell with Gardner. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. I was looking to watch The Office on Netflix. Mm, and then you remembered. Then I came across National Treasure and go, oh, yeah, I should watch that. <laughs> Here. Can you at least tell us what episode of The Office you were going to watch? I was on the second to last, so it was like episode 22, season nine. Okay. Oh, wow. So I was going to watch Deep. This, the second to last episode of the Needing series. Needing a good cry, huh? Yeah, I just wanted to let some out. Okay? Uh, so the way the game, I'm better. Uh, Nicholas Cage <laughs> got me right. Thank you, Nick. Uh, but we emotions are tough <laughs> to deal with. We review a product or a film. I don't know if you heard another one of my marriages failed <laughs> record <laughs> time this time. And if I like the product uh-huh. or in this case, the film, 
I will give it a rating between five booties. Anything over three and a half booties, I respect that ass. Yeah, between zero and five booties. Zero, zero and five. five. I have Last given week, six booties six, were awarded. Six, I went uh, the above the booty and gave, gave everybody another booty. Yeah. Uh, that's how good that booty was at the Midwestern. Uh, but today or last night, I reviewed the hit Disney film, National Treasure. Starring now, Nick, what's on his Nick back cage? Oh, Chris, I'm so glad you asked. That, my friend. So we've got the cover of the film pulled up for those of you just listening. This is all. the movie poster. That's the movie part. That is the Declaration of Independence. Are you aware I was set to play Superman? <laughs> we've seen the documentary, Nick. We've seen the doc. Kevin Smith blew it. Uh, this is a one. Do you guys want to see the trailer? Yeah, let's yeah, check let's out the trailer. Let's see the trailer, yeah. Okay, let's find it. Gar- if you're not uh, able to watch at home, Gardner just weed himself a little bit in oh. the studio. Here we go. Trailer time. Franklin Gates, you are undertaking the duty of the family Gates to find the most spectacular treasure in history. It grew throughout the ages and moved across continents until it was hidden by America's founding fathers who left clues to the treasure's location right before our eyes. The unfinished pyramid, the all-seeing eye, are telling us something. Keeping this treasure safe, Benjamin, is your destiny. You're treasure hunters, aren't you? We're more like treasure protectors. All his life, Benjamin Gates has searched for a treasure no one believed existed. Don't you get it, Ben? The treasure is a myth. I refuse to believe that. But what he thought was the final clue... 108 years of searching and I'm three feet away. ...is only the beginning. The Declaration of Independence. You think there is a treasure map on the back of the Declaration of Independence? The map is invisible. Why would we make this up? Where's your proof? We don't have it. Riley, get down! Did Bigfoot take it? Word about the map is bound to get out. Why did he have to wear it? He was going to try to steal it. 90 seconds. Button down. Sure. The only way to protect the Declaration is to steal it. What? I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. That's the line. There it is. There it is. That sets the stage. John Turtletaub. It is surrounded by guards. So the guy, the second lead in this, has been in this series and the Hangover series. Not one person watching can tell you that actor. Nope. Okay, go. Get out of there. Get out of there now. Got the bloody map. The clues of ten generations. There's more to the riddle. Will reveal a mystery twenty centuries in the making. Who wants to go down the creepy tunnel inside the tomb first? Ah! Tell me what the next clue is. Before last night, I haven't seen the trailer. What do you see? This is pretty intense. Nicholas Cage. This is good. Uh, what's Jerry Bruckheimer? National treasure. It's an early 2000 trailer. Okay, that last part probably wasn't the best part, but that was something else for us. So a you feel you feel trailer. good about this, Travis? I feel good about my review, certainly. Uh, just to give everybody, I guess, some feedback. Uh, Nicholas Cage plays some uh, character named Benjamin Franklin Gates, a historian and amateur cryptologist, searching for a lost treasure of precious metals, jewelry, artwork, and other artifacts that was accumulated into a single massive stockpile by looters and warriors over many millennia, starring in 
starting in ancient Egypt, later rediscovered by, this is a run-on sentence, later rediscovered by warriors who formed themselves into the Knights Templar to protect the treasure, mm-hmm. eventually hidden by American Freemasons during the American Revolutionary War. A coded map on the back of the Declaration of Independence points to the location of national treasure, but Gates is not alone in his quest. Whoever can steal the Declaration and decode it first will find the greatest treasure in history. The film debuted worldwide November 19th, 2004, received mixed reviews from critics, but grossed over $347 million worldwide at the box office. You feel good about it, Gardner? You feel like Travis is going to take it down the booty hole you choose? Yes. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet mercy. I feel that way. Uh, like I said, the f- uh, okay, so the film you saw kind of opens up with, uh, is that Christopher Plummer? I believe the actor yes. playing the grandfather yes. talking to a young Nick Cage. Um, so that really set the stage for me because you talk about uh, the American Revolutionary War, the mm-hmm. Knights Templar. Mm-hmm. So you go through all these all moments the in history and you're just like, oh, this is going to be pretty epic. And then they bring it back. Did they work you- Atlantis in? Sorry. I need to know. I don't think Atlantis got worked into this one. Damn it. Yeah. But in, there was a moment where you really get a strong understanding of how it's going to affect our main character. Maybe that's the third one. Possibly. Atlantis. National Treasure. That one. That would be seven. good. That would make sense. Atlantis. Yes, sure. They accidentally go to Atlanta. I <laughs> said Atlantis, you <laughs> idiot. Hey, why is Donald Glover in this film? This is weird now. <laughs> um, and, but no, I, so that set the stage because the person who knows this history was the great, great, great grandfather of Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. And so now he's drawn into the family history and how it connects to the fabric of American society. Right. So he becomes a treasure protector (laughs) so he of course teams up with sean bean which you know right away he's going to be the good guy throughout the entire film because it's sean bean and he's always the good guy and sean bean is in what else game of thrones oh lord of the rings yes okay uh several others he always dies very very it's in a dramatic uh, over the top fashion. It's in all of his contracts. It's, it's in his fun. contract that he it's dies. It's kind of yeah. fun to be that guy. Okay, yeah. spoiler alert. He was also in 007 GoldenEye. He died. Did he die in that? He did. He yeah. ended up being the bad guy. Yeah, so bad guys don't live in 007 films. Nevertheless, Sean Bean's in the He was movie. in one season of Game of Thrones, half a season of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. talked about daily by people. He's Every people's day. favorite. Yeah, he's remarkable. So in the film also stars Diane Kruger. Mm-hmm. Very fine German white woman. Cousin of Freddie. Uh, maybe. Well, maybe. And then that one actor that you just mentioned that no one can name. Let's see if I can figure out who he is. He's literally been in two of the biggest franchises in the last 20 years. I'm going to find that guy's name. name. Is it the sidekick? Yeah. Justin Bartha. You couldn't have, I couldn't have come up I with that in 50 yeah. guesses. Yeah, and he doesn't even. He's like six on this. Because you got Nicolas Cage, Sean Bean. But he's in all of them, right? Hey, how about this? Mr. Wolf, Harvey Keitel is in this. Yeah. He's chasing down the gates. Uh, you got John Voight. Uh, when he's not pushing his birtherism theories, he's mm. also uh, the father, Patrick Henry Gates. Does that bother you when watching the movie? I kind of forget. It, still, it just bothers me that's Angelina Jolie's dad. Okay. That I'm more bothered Estranged by that. Estranged father. Very strange. For obvious reasons. Have you talked to, have you seen their politics? I don't care about the politics. 
They're like on the opposite ends of the earth. She's it's not weird. like, oh, I disagree with this particular policy. I, I don't really care for how she uh, went after Brad and the kids. Oh, relax. Brad, personal Ooh. friend. Diane Kruger plays Dr. Abigail Chase, an archivist yeah. at the National Archives who aids Benjamin Gates in treasure hunting. Mm -hmm. And she fine. She had questions at first. She had questions at she first. She relented. Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was kind of rude. That was patronizing. She didn't have to do all that. Yeah. That was she was kind of rude in the early going, but I understood. Well, I mean, they were trying to steal the Declaration of Independence, but also, but to save the Declaration. Well, she also was a German, so I mean, I don't think she's German in the movie though. Oh, okay, okay. He can't separate the two. I don't have time. Pen oh. He said Pennsylvania Dutch. Maybe that was what she was. Okay. okay. But the fact of the matter was that the first. 20 minutes of film blows your socks off because you learn so much about world and American history. I know, right? So you're just like, oh man, this is a really enlightening film. Not only am I enjoying the action, fine white women, I'm also learning history. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It is fun. Uh, things really start to get kind of muddy when they're on the run from the FBI and the whole shoot 'em up Jerry Bruckheimer thing happens. Yeah. He does that thing where we have unnecessary car chases mm -hmm. and there are no cops around ever. Right. Yeah, it is. Ever. It, that's tough for me in horror movies a lot where you're like, what are we going to do? Like I was like, I don't know. A neighbor would have surely alerted the authorities Someone by now. Someone heard that screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Someone. Does no one not see two large vans in the heart of downtown D.C. at night mm -hmm. in the middle of a car chase? No one thinks that's weird. Yeah. Okay. But nevertheless, it does pick back up when we realize that there aren't just clues. There's an actual treasure. And so after a couple of people get kidnapped, guns are put in faces, right. threatened lives. At one point, Nicolas Cage jumps off a ship yep. into the water and tells Harvey Keitel, there's a third option. Face yeah. off. No, not face, face off. Oh, okay. That's but there was a third option. Yeah. And he jumped off the USS Intrepid in my home city of New York. What up, baby? New York, we in the building. New York, baby. You want, here, I'll give that yeah, to you. I, just, I, I may call this the New York camp. New York, baby, USS Intrepid, represented on National Treasure. Mm. So uh, then they end up going to Philadelphia. Then they go underneath the church, and they're underground, and they soon discover the Knights Templar, Sean Bean gets shot in the face. Why I are think. you acting put off by it right now? I'm not put off by it. I just want to get to the end of this because I know we're coming up against it. Uh, the fact is... We have more to get to. On our podcast. Yes. Uh, so, fact is, it gets real. Sean Bean does some sketchy stuff. But, you know, my man, Nicholas Cage, was going to hold it down after discovering the treasure. Ends up setting them up to be caught by the feds. They become the richest historians to find treasures hunters protectors mm. ever uh justin barth's character drives off in a ferrari of course nicholas cage has bought a castle for him and his new lady they only been together for less than six weeks but mm. you know white people always running on some you know what as soon as they meet something new oh he gave me a little campaign button from 1972 i'm gonna have his baby now mm. anyway fact probably of the matter ends is, in yeah it probably will fact is it was lit for history uh, because can you clip that? Yeah. So because you like, you I mean history is dope, uh, but to be presented in that fashion really made me want to read more books in the future about you know world and the Americas. Uh, so the fact that it does that for me, I give it some points. Booties, booties, obviously. But here's the thing. No brothers. 
What up with that? Can't get a couple brothers in this piece? You telling me that you talking about all this damn history. Not one African king or queen or civilization gonna come up? You telling me you're not gonna talk about any of the contributions that African Americans have made to American society and history? Not one can come up? The Egyptians came up. Yeah, and what do they look like? They all look like... Where's Egypt? BJ Novak. Where's Egypt? It's in Africa. Okay. That's found, not. They that's found green-eyed and red-haired Egyptians. That's just, that's, Sorry, that, buddy. That's, that was cold. I didn't appreciate that. Well, I just responded to you with the fact that they have Egypt in there. Okay. It's from Africa. This is ancient Egypt. It wasn't like, you know, but I, I see okay. what you're right. trying to get at. Fact is, uh, I had to hit it in the gut. Mm, not in a good way? Not in a good way for not having enough black people. But... I respect that ass. I give it three and a half booties. Respect that ass. Okay, that's fair. Are you upset? Was there Asian representation? Hardly any of that. I don't think there was Puerto Rican representation. None of that. Mexican representation. Native American representation. No, definitely not that. That was odd. Yeah, but Hmm. go see the second one then. Okay. Well, we. I was. I was trivialing the first. I know. So maybe the second one, uh, Book of Secrets. Yes. Uh, can turn it around for me because I do believe the Book of Secrets is a thing. I that sounds like a Rihanna that. song. That one gets into Native American culture. That does. Okay. Now, okay. how about uh, the black sheep wanting the clarification? Travis wanted more black folks associated with the movie surrounding theft. Got it. Mm. See, maybe you dodged a bullet here. You didn't hear Nicolas Cage's comment in that trailer. He's a protector. Protect. Black people can protect history. We do it all the damn time. Here's uh, what I've been considering. I'll give you my favorite. Let me give you my favorite lines from the movie. Okay. I think, obviously, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Mm -hmm. That Nick Cage line. These are all Nick Cage. That's a good line. No, say it like Nick would say it, though. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's pretty solid. Um, I like this one. The Declaration of Independence is not a bargaining chip. Not to me. My, that's, that's conviction. Else. Most that's, it is. That's, that's conviction. Your your average American that's not getting laid, it is. That is that's a good one. To Doctor Abigail Chase, played by Dan Kruger, he says, "I'm so sorry I dropped you. I had to save the Declaration." He dropped her. Let's her know. Let's her know. But that's good. That was. And a she was line. like, "I would have done the same thing." Yeah. I like that line. Uh, a toast. Yeah. A high treason. That's what these men were committing when they signed the Declaration. Like that one? That was good. I remember that was, that was pretty good. the gala. That was good. We're more like treasure protectors. I have that one on the yeah. list. We're uh, more like treasure protectors. Face off. Face off. Yeah, right. uh, no, 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 no. Not face no, off. Okay. It's easy to get wooed into that. Uh, yeah, very another easy. line to Dr. Chase. You're still shouting, and it's really starting to annoy. You would do well, Dr. Chase, to be a little more civilized in this instance. A little smarmy. Very smarmy. That like was a, but that's a good like Sean it. Bean line. That's a good Sean Bean line. Like it. Uh, so we find a way to make sure the status quo changes in our favor. That, that had to be Nick Cage. That's a Nick Cage line if I've ever heard one. Say, say it in the Nick Cage voice. Chris? Come on, Chris, you can do what, it. Read it one more time. So we find a way to make sure the status quo changes in our favor. So we find a way to be sure that the status quo is in our favor. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's, that's good. Close. That's pretty solid. You know, Agent Sadusky, something I've noticed about fishing, 
It never works out so well for the bait. Yeah, I remember that's Nick Cage <laughs> that's talking. That's my favorite. He says that to Easily. an FBI agent. He says that with a straight face yeah. to an FBI agent. And, and the, the deck FBI agent slams his head into the side of a car door and says, get in the car, you piece of <laughs> But, he, uh, you know, the Declaration of Independence line, stealing is going to get a lot of play. But I like this one. You know, Thomas Edison tried and failed nearly 2,000 times mm. to develop the carbonized cotton thread filament for the incandescent light bulb. And when asked about it, he said, I didn't fail. I found out 2,000 ways how not to make a light bulb. But he only needed one way to make it work. I want to meet that like, How do you write that I and then meet hand that it to your friend? I want to meet that screenwriter. And they don't just vomit on you from right. laughing so hard. I, but I want to meet the screenwriter. I want well, to Well, they're meet. obviously smart. They're, they, they're literally like... Uh, I this was, this I, was for the house of mouse, Travis. I'm, I'm wanna say, I want to say... That had to have been a studio note. That had to have been no. an exec that said, look, man, we are pushing this history thing. This is what the people want. Get this line into this movie. Now, one line I didn't mention, and I want to bring up a picture here. Okay. Because this Nick Cage in his personal life. We mentioned his tomb. He still has his tomb even after the bankruptcy stuff. Okay, so we still keep the tomb. Look at this that bad boy. This is the tomb in St. Louis Cemetery in New Orleans. And he's got a Latin phrase on this pyramid. Remember the pyramid yes, in the movie poster? I do, I do. Omnia ab uno. Okay. Is that a new car company? I'm trying to think of what company, what kind of car they would make. Um... That is a Latin line used in the movie National Treasure. So he's got the pyramid and a line from the movie in... That's Nick Cage's pre-purchased yes. mausoleum tomb thing. On his tomb. <laughs> got to keep the kids away from skateboarding on it. Something like from everything... From, everything comes from one or something along those lines. Okay. Just translate. Nick Cage. Is Congrats on knowing that Una means one. Uno. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he's got that tomb and now he has a national treasure themed tomb in a way. I Is he going to be, do you think he'll be buried with his treasure? Do you think he like, he bought treasure to put in there and to put in there? So people I would, would hope so. How cool would that be That'd if be fun. during his eulogies, people are talking in code and you have to use that mm -hmm. to discover where Nick Cage buried the treasure. Now we're going, Jess and I are going to New Orleans in September. Okay. That's plan. I'm going to definitely visit that. I might get a copy of the Declaration of Independence and do some photo ops down there. Do you think that, uh, do you think those actually still exist? And I guess we can get into it with Jeffrey next time, but do you think treasure maps to real treasure, yeah. like what is Knights Templar and yeah. the film, do you think those kind of treasures exist? Uh-huh. Yes. Interesting. Absolutely. Interesting. In this country still too. I wouldn't doubt the it. The Southwest in particular. I, I was going to say the South in general. I think the Southwest is where you want to go. Okay. And he's not even talking in code. He's literally just telling you where it's at. Mm. That's true. That's where you want to be. Okay. Multiple treasures. Okay. Another idea, turning 40 this year. Yeah. When, what I should do for the birthday bash. Considering. Invite everybody the night before. <sighs> mm. Travis. <laughs> um, I'm thinking yeah, about yeah, what if I run out, run out a movie theater and see if they could do a private viewing of uh, National Treasure. I'm there. 
They can't have a prize. I think open it to the public, and we do it at the Esquire. Oh, and Travis will be uncomfortable because oh. people will be cheering too loud. You need Ronnie's? Mm. You need Ronnie's? Does it have to be in city limits? <laughs> that would be preferable. Okay. You self-hating son of a... I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That'll yeah. work. I never saw National Treasure in the theater. So you should definitely that rent it That sounds like out. such a theater movie. And everybody should, the theater. everybody should dress up as their favorite character from the film. Ooh. We do some cosplay. You just have people showing up as different <laughs> Nick Cage characters. <laughs> Ghost Rider, huh? <laughs> are you the weather? Are you the weatherman? <laughs> the weatherman, fine film. Are you Castor Troy? Face off! Face off! What about long-haired Nick Cage and uh, Con Air? Uh, the, yeah, that thing. People absolutely oh. misunderstand when he breathes the air. <laughs> I was a green beret. It was illegal for me to kill someone in a bar fight. I'm gonna take back my bunny. Come back, yeah. What? Come as your favorite Nick Cage character yes. from a movie. And yes. we'll watch National Treasure together. Okay. Do, Do we need to plan your birthday out anymore? I think that kind of does I mean, it. Yeah, that's pretty Bring good. your favorite reptilian quote? I don't know. It reminds me of Neighbors when he has a Robert De Niro movie night. And everyone dresses up as Robert De Niro, but Gerard Carmichael, their one black friend, shows up as Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts saying Robert De Niro lies as, as Al, Al Pacino. Pacino. That's exactly what's going to happen with this. So I want this to happen. <sighs> just so people can just show up. Uh. John Travolta <laughs> at National <laughs> Treasure. No! That's not what. No, this is. What? I get angry and kick everyone out. <laughs> You just start pouring out, pouring out people's alcohol. Yeah. What is happening? This is you the assholes. <laughs> my bad. You want to see a tantrum? That my, would be my the parents ultimate are birthday. there. My mom's trying yeah. to calm me down. I'm going back to being like ten years old. Chris Gardner throwing a fit on his 40th birthday. 40th. Grandma Evans in the background. I knew it was gonna happen one day. Birch in the comments. Oh. Put down the bunny. Put down the bunny. <laughs> what? Ah! Was he in? Was he in Gone in sixty seconds? Yes. Yeah. Dude, Nick Cage. You kind of cold, man. Did you know I married Elvis's daughter? Oh, that was his thing. So did Michael Jackson. Oh, she told me he was packing. Mm. How about that for an Eskimo brother? Mm. Oh. Let's, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to hit that one. You know what? I need to cleanse my palate with uh, some good information. We're talking about treasures. We're talking about maps. Use Google Maps to get to Gateway Powder Coating in O'Fallon. That's right. Sponsor of We Are Live. Gateway Powder Coating. They are here to help you. Fast, durable, wow. affordable. It's time, people. Get that damn furniture that's metal in your backyard looking right. You got a smoker, needs upgraded. These are very simple things. If you have large scale industrial products that need powder coated, you, your friends, your enemies recommend Gateway Powder Coating. That's gatewaypowdercoat.com. Cannot say enough good things about Mark and his team out in O'Fallon. Again, Gateway Powder Coating, fast, durable, affordable. They're here for you. Gatewaypowdercoat.com, your number one resource for powder coating in the Midwest. Don't be driving around with your broke ass wheels, Travis. Get them touched up at Gateway Powder Coating. Uh, let's see. One more from Jamie Moore's Fancy Four before we go to the break. Hey, man, he showed up as Sam Jackson's character from Jackie Brown and quoted good characters from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for the first hour. It's we Are Live. We're going to be back on the other side with the Conspiracy Farms, Jeffrey Wilson.